Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast with Alex Kirby, where we focus on helping you level up your green industry business. Whether it's marketing, finance, employees, or strategy, we talk about everything on this show to help you apply it to your business and change your family and company's future for decades to come. Here's your host, Alex Kirby. Hey guys, what's going on? Alex with the Green Up Academy podcast. I hope you guys, wherever you're at, are doing awesome. Wherever you're listening, watching, we appreciate you joining us on this episode where I'm going to be short and sweet with a really good, tangible thing to talk about today. Uh, But first, let me talk about a couple things. First off, uh, we're in mid-January. Now that we're uh, filming and recording this, if you're listening in the future, um, we're in mid-January 2024. So, you know, here in South Carolina, and a lot of you guys, growing season's quickly approaching. I mean, for us in South Carolina, you know, Carolinas, Georgia, you know, those southern states, uh, you're looking at growing season starting here in six to eight weeks. So it's quickly, quickly approaching, um, which reminds me, uh, I was talking to a guy yesterday who was wanting and thinking about getting a website. So if you don't have a website made, guys, uh, you need to get it done if you want it before growing season. And um, so my company at Pure Marketing, we certainly can take care of that for you if you need that. So hit us up. We can get you a website done sometime. Looking at like th- probably three to five weeks right now. So got to get it in. Uh, got some some space there. So make sure you do that. Uh, but, hey, if you're getting ready for growing season, um, man, it's like crazy to even think about. Like, it's the off season, you know, like for some of us, you know, down here, we don't really have snow. And I know a lot of you guys have been pushing a lot of snow. I've been watching a lot of content, talking to a lot of guys who are crushing some snow right now. I'm glad you guys are finally getting some snow events, man. Like it was a rough year last year for the snow people. And it was a rough start to this season. Uh, you know, snow being like what November to March ish. And, uh, looks like it's been a really good second half start so far. So good for you guys. Uh, unlike the Cowboys, goodness gracious. But um, <laughs> you're a Cowboys fan. I feel so bad for you right now. Our uh, producer Logan is a big Ravens fan. I'm looking at Logan over here, and uh, he's got high hopes. Right, Logan? High hopes. Go flock. So, um, <laughs> anyways, but uh, so what I want to talk about today, guys. Um, one, just kind of remember to take advantage of this off season. We've got the Green Up Academy. We've got it free. The foundations courses are free for another. 10 days. So if you haven't just gone and created your free account, please go do that. I want you guys to have it for free. I literally want you to have it. And then uh, we got a couple spots left for crew. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about ways to pay employees. I've been talking uh, to some of my uh, coaching guys and talking to you guys and uh, thinking about, hey, you know, I've been paying employees this way for a long time. Uh, whether it be hourly, we're going to talk about a few different ways, uh, hourly, salary, P for P, and, and then a hybrid version. Um, and I really don't like it. Or, hey, I've been doing this and it's okay, but is there a different way that I should be paying people? And so I just kind of wanted to you know, talk about uh, the pros and cons of specifically three different ways to pay um, non-salary people. So people who have typically been paid hourly. Um and want to talk about the pros and cons and maybe ways you can think about how to implement different ways to pay people uh, this coming year that can make your company um, not just more profitable, but the morale go up. Uh, you can see a lot of more results um, in the field and the culture and stuff like that. So 
Um, let's start with uh, straight pay. Okay, straight pay. You guys know what straight pay is. You got a guy, you're paying 16, 20 bucks an hour. And as long as he's on the clock, as long as he's working for you, um, he's getting paid. Just so you guys know, there are a few things that uh, I've learned over the last few years. Um, we had an instance where a, a big farm in my area um, had to pay back a lot of wages because they were starting people, uh, they were coming in and putting on like a suit and then clocking in. And just so you guys know, the second guys start doing work for you, you have to be paying them. So make sure you don't get caught with like a back back wages thing uh, from the government. So make sure you're paying them accordingly when they actually start. So if you got guys that come in, crank up the trucks and move some equipment on, then they clock in. Um, you get a bad egg or you get a guy who's upset, he can he can come after you for that. So make sure you do that. But straight pay, simple, right? You get paid for when you're there on the clock working. Um, you got P for P, which Mike Andes has made popular and other people now, um, paper for performance, which is basically commissions on labor jobs. So um, if a job's going to uh, you know, be a $50 lawn, you get um, X percentage of the job. So very, very simple. I am starting to write up something that I'm uh, is sort of a hybrid version of those two, and I'm going to get to why um, I'm not as as a company that you know P for P can work in some ways I think, but for me, I had a hard time grasping how I could implement P for P on a larger scale, um, doing commercial and residential work and um, landscaping installs, and so. I've got a, a version I'm working on now that we'll go over. So let's let's kind of start with the pros and cons of straight pay, okay, guys? Pros. Number one, stability, okay? Number two, it helps with hiring, and number three, it helps with cash flow. Stability, okay? Um, look, all of us like to know. We all have bills, right? And so um, your employees, when you're hiring people, straight pay helps them know what they're going to make per week. 40 hours times 20 bucks, 800 bucks a week before taxes, right? So... That stability is a positive on straight pay, no question, for, for hiring people. They know what they're going to make. They know what you're going to pay them. They know what they can live on. Uh, so it also is stable for the company. You know what you're going to be paying out. So sorry, that, that's kind of the hiring piece. Stability more is about like your st- stability of your company. You kind of know you can control wages better. You know uh, how many hours you're going to give people. You can cut people's hours, stuff like that. And then the third one is cash flow. You know, like you can – if you, as long as you maintain and monitor your overtime, um, it help. You know, cash flow is fine. You you know what people are getting paid pretty regularly. Um, you know, twenty bucks up, twenty bucks down, but it shouldn't be something crazy. Um, the negatives is what I really want to talk about. Straight pay. Um, I I can't stand paying people hourly. Um, I really bothered me that I had to do it for so long and didn't really try to think through this until the last like eighteen months before I sold Trifecta my landscape company, but I just don't like that there's no incentive. You know, I, I don't like that, hey, you're paying me to be here, that mentality. I'm sure a lot of you guys don't like that mentality. Um, that's not the way I operate. That's not the way I think it's good for our country. I don't think it's good for our young people. Uh, I think that's where the participation trophy participation trophy stuff comes from. So I really, I think it's a huge negative in hourly pay is the uh, no incentive. Um, the second one is the one that, oh man, it used to crush my heart when I would find out one of my employees was doing this, um, and anger me, like be super, you know what, PO'd, um, time soaking where guys, you know, they do a line, they get back in the truck and they sit there for 15 minutes taking a break or, um, you know, they're 
walking as slow as possible. I mean, you're literally not, you know, you got nothing to do but to soak up time because you get paid for time, not for performance or production. Um, and then the other negative of it is, is the growth mindset. There's no growth mindset. Like it's, it's really hard to get excited about, uh, growing in the company and doing more and, and being an asset to the team. So, uh, to me, you know, those are the negatives uh, of impositives, but really just kind of think through those. If you haven't thought about them, hopefully those will help you frame that. Um, P for P. Let's go over some pros for P for P. Um, pay for performance. Man, dude, it makes you push, man. Like if you're a hungry person, if you're looking for employees that are like hungry, P for P is the way. They're going to get paid as much as they can produce, and you're like, hey, coffers are open. You produce, I'm going to pay you. That's pretty sweet. Um, a lot. The problem is a lot of millennials and Gen Zers are not that way. Um, the ones that are own businesses like us, right? And so it's like, uh, where can I find those thoroughbreds? It's, it's not easy to find. Um, I think a a, a negative uh, for for P4P would be bad work quality because you're trying to get so much done that you're not going to spend as much time to attention to detail. The several dozen of you I've talked to about this. Uh, say that's your biggest fear for P4B is like, man, they're just going to like buzz through the work and then I'm going to be left with customers who are upset. Um, so that's that's a concern. Um, but then also on that, the positive on that side is is, is hard work. They're going to work really hard. So it, it can be a double-edged uh, sword there. Um, and then P4P, another a pro that has a con is profitability. It's very profitable. You get you know that you're only paying out X amount per job um, for labor. And so can be highly profitable because guys, I mean, I've heard statistics that uh, efficiency in, in <laughs> work amounts, you know, if they were doing 15, 10, 10, let's say 10 lawns a day, they're doing about 30% more, like 13, 14 lawns now. So, I mean, it's funny how that works, right? When you're incentivized, you work harder. Um, so profitability goes up, but also uh, burnout goes up too. So there's, there's, I, I think P4P has a lot of like uh, heads, tails, you know, both sides of the coin, but you know, I respect – Mike Andy's probably doesn't listen to this. I've talked to Mike three or four times, um, love his faith in Christ, and just respect what he's doing. Um, and, and a lot of his points, I think he and I are in alignment on a lot of things. Um, I really respect it, but I don't think it fits – I think it fits Augusta really well. Obviously, Augusta's done well. But I, I just – when as the guys I talk to I, I, who don't have just like one or two employees or like a handful. Um, it gets tricky, and here's why it gets tricky. I think I'm, I'm going to talk about this hybrid model. I think P4P gets tough because what if there's a route, and maybe someone can answer this for me, but if there's a route that's more profitable, more dense than another, then I feel like guys are going to quarrel, like, well, I want to be on that route. It's like, man, no, like, you got to do this one. So I think that's like a huge negative. I also think um, P4P, you know, I think it can get very. Like I said, I'm nervous about quality with that, and you like getting customers is really hard. And so thinking that guys would blow through it and you get fired and like, man, we just worked really hard to get that account, and you buzz through it. And then there's like a lot of like, then the the other ugly part is like sending guys back and they're like, oh, I'm not getting paid for this. Well, yeah, you are. It's percentage based. So just like I just think a lot of quarreling can come from that. So the, the hybrid model that I'm trying to work on uh, for you guys through the academy, I'll, I'll kind of give you the tenets of it, is sort of like a, a waitressing thing where you get like a base and then you get percent like P for P with it. So it's it's a hybrid of the two. 
So let's say you go, hey, you get paid $10, $12, $13 an hour, and then you get an upside on the revenue for that week as long, you know, as long as everything's done accordingly. Um, I love that because I think it gives people a belief that you're not trying to screw them. But if they really want to make money, then they need to work hard. But they also know that, you know, if things don't go their way, if weather, then they're still going to get paid, you know, something that's sustainably able to live, um, you know, whether it be t- 10, 12 bucks an hour. And then your incentive uh, with your percentage of revenue, let's say, you know, you're doing five grand a week for a two man crew and you're going to give them um, 20 percent of that split. Um maybe 15, 20% of that split. So they're getting the extra 500 bucks each. That's uh, that's 900 bucks a week. That's pretty good. So I, I'm a big believer in the hybrid model that I'm trying to work the kinks out and I'm trying to talk to people through um, lower base, but high upside. Uh, I think it protects both the company and the employee. And that's why I like it. Um, I think it gives stability, but it also get the pros. I think it gives stability, but also um, incentive. I think it creates a team mindset. So like this guy's not going to be as upset like what route he's on. Um, and I think it's going to create this like, let's do this together. Um, I don't, I think that you put those two guys together and they knock it out and they know that they, they as a team are getting to split that. I don't think a crew leader should make more than the technician. Um, so that's another big thing about hybrid for me. Um, and the other one is, Hey, we're doing good, but like creating that let's do better mindset. So I think hybrid is really interesting, and um, if you want to talk more about that, I'd love to. But, you know, I just wanted to talk, you know, as we get close to hiring season, guys, we're so close. If you're not starting to put out hiring ads, social media posts, letters, um, if you're not really starting to, like, get ready. We used At Trifecta, we always start our hiring February 1st because we thought it would take three to six weeks to hire good people, and, you know, they got to put a two weeks in. They got to, you know, just make a decision, so – we started hiring February 1st because we were geared up full go by like March 14th. Like we were slammed by mid-March. So, um, you know, we're getting busy March 1st, but slammed by March 14th. So guys, if you're not really getting ready for this, I mean, it's time, like two, three weeks away. So um, wanted to talk about this on this episode. Make sure you guys have thought about the pros and cons of how you pay your employees. Hopefully it's something you can think about and implement change into your business this year. Um if you guys, again, if you haven't watched uh, Sales 101, we've got our other courses coming out January 26th, uh, and they're only going to be free until that night. Um, so if you have not gone and created your account, and we really want you to have that, um, and then we've got some spots in our community group crew. So uh, if you got any questions about that, hit me up at alex at thegreenupacademy.com. Hey, guys, we really need some reviews on the podcast on Apple, so if you guys wouldn't mind taking a few minutes, or really a minute, uh, to do that, I would really appreciate that. And again, thank you always for journeying with me, riding with me and me and the team, Logan, Lindsay, uh, the Green Up Academy. Uh, we, we, we really are trying to build a resource you can be proud of and that can help you in your business forever. So thank you guys for always the love, supporting me, and we'll see you next time.